being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we're back. We got two lines open, 303-477-5600. I got Josh from Legacy with me today, all the way from Boulder, and I'm all the way from Albert County, so Elizabeth. It's a long ways away. I used to own Parker, and Parker I owned uh, Extreme Auto Repair, so I know a little bit about cars, but did it all my life, so <laughs> we'll see. But um, we got one line here. We got Randy from Detroit. Randy's going to – how you doing, Randy? Oh, I, I wish I was in Elizabeth. That's a long ways. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm in Michigan. That's a real long ways. Right. Anyway, I could I could sum this up and uh, and make it real easy for you, and I still want you to answer it, but I'm going to pick your brain first. But to sum it up, I was going to ask you how often you should get your tires checked, you know, to keep the pressure, you know, where, where it should be in the ballpark. But before you answer that, let me pick your brain a little bit. We're doing like the 50 and 30 thing now because we're just kind of cold up here, over here, wherever. Uh, so let's say 50-something in the day and low 30s at night, right around that freezing mark. Uh-huh. So my tires are good. My tires don't have any leaks whatsoever. Everything's fine. But I'm going to go up there today and get my tires set. Uh, they say they call for 32. They run them at 35. Okay, I run mine at 38 because I want them to back down to 35. But I guess to get more specific would be, if I go get them checked today and have them set everything back up to 38, we go down to 32 tonight. Now, tomorrow morning, have I lost a pound, or is this something that takes a couple of days, maybe a week, you know, a few days? I don't know. Or am I right back? You know, I do it today, and I need it again done tomorrow because, you know, heat, heat expands when I drive, and then it contracts when it gets to 32 in the middle of the night. So what's tomorrow, what's going to happen when I set my tires today? Are they going to are they going to still be at the thirty eight or are they going to be down to thirty six? Probably about thirty six. Yep. You know. So they'd go, go ahead. So you can't you can't win unless you do it every day. Well, or there is a way you nitrogen. can win. Yeah, nitrogen. I, I used to sell nitrogen. I think the shop still does. Yeah. But and it'd be a yeah, way for you to come, Randy. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I have nitrogen nitrogen machine, and every time we sold tires, it was five dollars to put nitrogen in each tire. And right. once we right. did that, then. And I, don't, I hope the guys are still doing the same thing, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. But usually if you got a flat right. or we had to fix something, we didn't charge you to put nitrogen back in. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it well, in the nitrogen, and I still have it in my tires now, and I don't have that right. problem. I go out there, and my tires okay. are, look the same, and I'll bet you if I check them, they're the same pressure as they are when I when it's yeah. cold out is when it warms up. And the nitrogen's it always drier, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was offered to me at one time, you know, I you know, I kind of declined on it because uh, the first thing is, you know, you got to find the place that has it because not everybody right. has it. So once I find it, you know, then that's the place i got to go to and keep going there. Well, It, it may, may be farther away, maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the, the one thing about it is like what we used to tell customers, go ahead 
if you if you are somewhere and you need air in your tires because you got a nail in it or something and they fixed it, right. just let them put air back in it. Just come back to us. We'll fix that. We'll put the nitrogen yeah. back in. You don't have to do it right away. Mm-hmm. You well, can. I can't come to you because you're like you're like 999 miles from me. But I know what you're saying. Uh, Napa <laughs> should offer, maybe maybe the Napa here offers it. I don't know. I've only I think I went there once because they're the only ones that'll sell me the BG44K without. Doing the whole dang IV drip on your car. Right. You know, Randy, uh, what you could uh, do is go to your Napa parts store that's around you. Right. Go in there and yeah. ask them, do you guys have a shop that you recommend that has nitrogen? Well, and well, they'll know. They, they have, a, they have a, uh, a parts store and then skip a store and then they have a service center. Right. So they are right around the block. Another question I might ask, I might answer, I might recommend, I guess. I just thought about it. Was uh, I have one of those portable tire inflators that, that plug into your lighter and you can inflate your tires. Uh-huh. But I mean, when it when it's freezing cold out there and the wind's blowing, so now it's freezing, so now it's time to about teens. You don't really feel like going out there and messing with eight tires. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's more for the road trip. If something happens, that's going to be in my trunk. Right. You know, and if something happens, it gets me to the station. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so so how long will nitrogen hold? Let's get back on that for a minute. How I'll, let's say I went and had nitrogen done today. Uh-huh. How long is that going to hold? Because it's not indefinite, just like yeah. just like uh-huh. synthetic fluids. They will get contaminated, even if they didn't break down. They're going to contaminate. I, so what? I, I've had it in my tires since I put them on. And, and how often? How often are you putting it in, though? I'm not. I haven't put. I haven't changed my pressure. I checked them. Um, gosh, about a month and a half ago, I had to make a long trip. And I checked all right. my tire pressures, and they were exactly where they were. They were all, oh my God. and I couldn't believe it myself. Oh my God. And I've had those yeah, tires on for about three years, so. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And that's, that's nitrogen that's for you. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR can't be wrong. They they yeah. run it in their tires. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I've seen it was offered. I know they got the green caps on yeah. there. I've yep. seen vehicles with the green yep. caps. Uh, that that's a really good. I didn't think about that. That's you know you just especially in just, the area that you're at. I mean, that. if you have that many temperature swings, I mean, like yeah, Colorado yeah. does too. But I, I tell you what, it also helps my tires wear better. You know, I don't have the because they don't go flat. They don't mm-hmm. go down and then w- go back up and stuff well, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the whole idea. You yeah, know, I don't I don't want to overinflate them, but I don't want them underinflated, and it's hard to get that because I'm going to run them at 38. So when they do back down, at least I know. If it goes to 36, you know, they're not going to be underinflated. Right. And I don't want to wear them out by having them overinflated, but I mean. And it does. It wears on them when they go back and forth like that. And and I got to tell you, I have a Subaru. My wife my wife has a Subaru. Right. And, okay. oh, my gosh, I get so frustrated with that thing because every time we get in and every, when it gets cold out, I have yeah. to fix the tire pressure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it has a slow leak. Can't seem to find it, but I'm about ready to replace those tires. But I don't have nitrogen in those car in that car. Wow. And, and I, but to, uh, I am telling you, I can't wait to get the nitrogen put in and have it fixed, because no, that I, light I turns on all me, the dang time. Yeah, I I thought the place they were called, jeez, uh, uh, here in Castro, I can't remember because they closed down, they retired. But I thought he said he had to almost suck that tire, like 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 suck it inside out practically. He had you, to suck all that out. You yeah, the nitrogen, ma- nitrogen yeah, the nitrogen machines go into vacuum and they pull. Yeah the tire in the vacuum oh, okay. yeah. and then they just push the nitrogen like in right ah so it's kind of like it's puckered kind of like inside out yep <laughs> uh one of the quickie let me throw this in when we get that kind of weather 
uh, you know, I've heard, you know, hey, you're, you know, your vehicle could shit a couple weeks. Don't worry about it. And I got a two-year-old Napa battery that's a seven-year battery. I just bought a brand-new Platinum with a different name for my other car. So they're still relatively pretty good, a year and two years. But should, should I drive them every day? Can I go every other day? I'm not going to let them sit a week. I just I can't do it. Well, it I'll doesn't hurt it. Bumps. It won't hurt it if you let it sit. I, I got a truck that I have, that a GMC, that I just let sit for, gosh, yeah. two weeks, three weeks. It, and I'll fire it up every once in a while, every other week, uh, and it I've seen the fine. neighbors start the cars, and they'll, they'll let them run, you know, for the 15 or 20. It's great for the battery, and I love it, and that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. But it doesn't do anything for your fluids, but no. I guess I'm more worried about the car starting. It'd be better if you drove it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Right. Get in it and drive it somewhere, because that's what I do. I get in my truck, and I'll drive it somewhere if I'm going to the grocery yeah. store or something, just to drive yeah. it 20 minutes or longer. Get it yeah, I, up. I get 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. I will not turn that car off, whatever. But, yep. Okay, well, I guess you picked my brain back, so I <laughs> appreciate that. All right. Well, thanks <laughs> for the call. Day, All right. With that, we got one line open, 303-477-5600. Let's go to Eric. How you doing, Eric? Hey, you guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You bet. No problem. What you got? Uh, sir, I have a 79 GM car, and it has a 231 V6 with a two barrel and i was going to ask you as a rule of thumb when you set the choke on that car like when you go out there in the morning and it's like 45 degrees or 50 uh-huh and and then do you set the choke so that it closes all the way when it's cold well yeah yeah and then when you would how you do that too is when you when you, if you're going to start the car Let's say you're not working on the carburetor and you're just sitting inside and you want to start it up. You just put your foot all the way to the floor and then let up and then go about halfway in and then hit the key. And that thing will fire right up. So put the pedal all the way to the floor, let it out about halfway. No, let it out all the way. All the way. Take your foot off the gas and then go about halfway in. And that should set your choke. Oh, I see. So even if I don't go out there and twiddle it, you say that'll set it? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but just in general, when it's cold, you want to set it so that they're closed then. Right. Right. Yeah, when when you go to set the carburetor up, if you're rebuilding it or something, you there's two lines, on one on the carburetor on the black part of the choke and then on the carburetor housing itself, and you line those up, and then what you do is you just – fully throttle it and then you'll see how that spring holds shut if it doesn't hold shut you just take and just adjust it a little bit tighter okay or if it's too tight you'd lose but i don't need to worry about too tight right now because i don't want to get you too confused because it's a setting that you feel and and then you could back it off and adjust it but usually if you do with the factory setting that's usually pretty good um and then you just leave it that way and then when you get in the car it's a lot of times people don't know how to start a choked especially nowadays it's carbureted and then yeah. half the people don't even know what a carburetor is so right yeah oh okay um let me ask you something else about that the, i i actually had it tied off with the wire uh for years um and then when it's cold the choke is off so i have to tap the pedal to make it to keep it moving you know right otherwise it'll die but there's a uh, there's air pollution stuff on that car and there's a diaphragm connected to the uh, uh, choke mechanism, 
And the reason why I tied it off is none of that air pollution stuff works, and it was erratically moving the choke, you know. Uh-huh. Now, should I just, should I just unplug that that thing now, or? I don't want to say anything I, without looking at it. To be honest yeah, with you, I, I hate to say anything. Yeah, you, you almost have to have someone look at that. And actually, I don't know where you're at in Denver, but if you go over to Arvada West, Dorsey over there knows carburetors really well. At Arvada West, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, sir. And then I had one real quickie for you. That car, uh, you guys were talking about not jumping a car. That car has a chip under the uh, uh, distributor cap. Now, should I not jump that car, too, because it might blow the chip out? No, you'd probably be okay with that car. Yeah, that's a pretty solid car for jumping. Okay, it's a great big giant chip. It's real big. Yeah, uh, you'd be okay. So you say, I can jump that car then. Yeah. Okay, you guys, thanks a lot. You bet. With that, we got to take a... All right, thanks, Eric. With that, we got to take a break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Now's the time to take advantage of Geno's Napa Break Special. This month, get a $50 Napa prepaid Visa card with a qualifying Napa Breaks parts purchase of $250 or more. For over 38 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. At Geno's, their team recommends checking your brakes every 5,000 miles. Stop in this week and they'll check your brakes for free. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, the Geno's team will back up their work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop off your car and pick it up when ready. Geno's continues their public service work, partnering with Hands of the Carpenter and donating work on vehicles for single mothers or women in need. Check out all their Google reviews for a good snapshot of their business. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested. Trial ready. 
Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. I got Josh here from Legacy and myself, Dennis from Extreme. Used to be on Extreme, <laughs> so I think people know that by now. Uh, let's go right to the phones. Let's go to Jack from Fort Collins. How you doing, Jack? Jack, you there? Hello? Yes. You there? Yep. Hello. Yeah, I can barely hear you. How about this? That's better. That's better. Yeah. Okay. I've got a, uh, an 06 Tundra, and I had a, one of the tires replaced under a road hazard warranty, and I contended that they should replace a pair of tires because it would be different diameters. The, uh, there's 22,000 miles difference in wear between one side of the car to the other, or truck to the other. Uh, he measured the, the tread depth, and there's three thirty seconds difference between the two tires. They're both the same brand, and he said, that, he said that's acceptable. Do you guys agree? Ooh, I don't know. But since it's not all-wheel drive. It, yeah, is it all, it's not, it's just a truck, right? The Tundra? Yes, it's, yeah. it's four-wheel but when I wrote the tires, the, the pair on the back will be the different diameter. You told it, rotate them every uh, 5,000 miles, so I keep, keep ahead of the, the uh, wear of that. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's, that's right on the line. Yeah, it's kind of right on the line. Um, if it and was, it, go ahead. If it was all-wheel drive, a Subaru or something like that, I would say change it change it but yeah. this is still an old you know old older four-wheel drive system so it's not in all the time yeah and I, I can count on one hand the number of times i've had it in four-wheel drive so it's not something that happens all the time yeah on the front, when the mismatched tires are on the back the, the, the back is all the time. and it's not a, a trd or anything like that right it's just a nope. base model <laughs> So it has an open yeah. diff. It doesn't have a locking yeah. diff. Right, and you're only and if you are in four wheel drive, you're basically driving one tire in the front and one in the rear. So, mm. yeah, you'd probably be okay. Yeah, on that. Oh, it's got positive traction. I don't think you have positive traction on that. Yeah, I, I paid for it. Oh, did you? No. Yeah. Well, then that might be a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that means you got positive traction in the front too. Then, no, no, just, in the, just back. the rear. Just the rear. What year is it again? It's a two thousand six. Two thousand six. I'd have to do some research on that to be honest with you, and uh, and see if that's okay. Well, I think it's kind of borderline to me. Mm -hmm. um, 
if it was my truck, I'd probably want all four tires the same. Yeah. Especially with Posi well, track. That, that, that's my idea, but uh, like I said, they, they don't want to spend the money because, you know, the warranty comes out of, out of the pipeline. Well, did you ever ask them if they'd give you a break on the tires if you bought a set? Well, uh, no, because I'm still trying to get them for nothing. Yeah, you're you're kind of really. Uh, can you come closer to the phone or talk louder or I something? Didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't pursue that yet because I'm tr- I'm still trying to get them to replace the, the uh, corresponding tire of one for no charge. So far, I've not been particularly successful. Yeah. Well, I just know if I was the owner, I'd probably be pushing my tire manufacturer will give you a kind of a break to put all four tires on and give you one free because of the warranty. Yeah, well, well discount is the, is the one that holds the, uh, has the warranties off. Uh, the the uh, contract is involved. I think I'll pursue it with somebody more further up the food chain. Okay, well, thank you very much for your trouble. I certainly appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Talk to you later. I, I don't know what to do with that. <clears throat> you know, because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that's a tough one. Yeah. Because it's right on the border. It's right on the line. Yeah, and I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with that myself. But we have two lines open, 303-477-5600. We'll go to Dave from Subaru. How you doing, Dave? I mean, Subaru. He has a Subaru electrical problem. How you doing, yeah. Dave? Oh, good morning. This is a great show. Well, thank you. This is a weird one. I've never run into it before. It's my wife's car. It's a 2017 uh, Subaru Forester, mm-hmm. and she had some battery trouble a week ago, and car wouldn't start. So she took it over to the place she bought it from. They put a new battery in it. Everything was fine and well. She calls me and says, car won't start. So I say, well, you don't talk with back and forth on the remote between um, lock and unlock and see if it'll go. And it wouldn't. And I said, well, get out and open the hood. She says, I can't get out. I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, isn't there inside door locks? And she said, no. So I drove over there. The car apparently vibrated enough when they put the battery in. They didn't get the terminal tight. So we were able to get the hood open. And I looked inside the car. There's no manual door releases in that thing. There's Probably not manual. They're all electric. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then they're really smooth on the thing, so you can't pull them up to unlock them. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there. Oh, there's yeah. No, there might uh, not be nothing no there. No inside button. Like I say, we can laugh at it now because, you know, we got in there and, you know, the battery connection made it well enough that she was able to get out. But right That's at the door the- handle, isn't right at the door handle where the lock is? Is that you can push it back and forth? No, there's nothing there. I thought there was. Yeah, I thought there was too. Yeah, I'll take another look when I get home tonight. But yeah, what I you do is sit in the car and and unlock and lock the buttons and see where that button is because they don't put them on the door panels on top anymore. They put it over yeah. by the door handle itself. Yeah, and that's what I thought. That's the way my blazer is. And yeah. But I thought, how bizarre this is. And they blend but them I'm, in really well too. Yeah, so it's hard to see it. Yeah. Now, I'll take another look. If I find something different, great. But, boy, I'd looked really hard. <laughs> yeah. 
I couldn't, you know, looking, you know, like sometimes on the tailgate they'll have like a, a yellow cord or something you can pull to release it. But yeah, in the trunk. There yeah. wasn't anything. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. You I might want to have a, another, it. well, a key that you can get in there and go unlock well, it for her. Well, that's the thing, though. She was locked inside. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the windows were rolled yeah. up and everything. And when it's exact, dead, it's dead. And they're electric windows, too. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. So, okay, I just thought I'd run it by you. Yeah, I that's interesting. Yep, thanks. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, with that, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Dennis and um, Josh from Legacy up in Boulder. So give us a call if you have any questions, and we're going to take a quick break. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Did you know that for 27 years running, the number one reason for a call to AAA is for a jump start? At the center of your car's starting and charging system is the battery, which helps ensure dependable vehicle operation and starting whenever you need your car. Things like driving and weather conditions, mileage, vehicle age, or excessive electrical draws from the vehicle's entertainment system can all cause premature aging on the vehicle's starting and charging system. But the most common reason for a cold start failure is a result of improper maintenance originating from battery corrosion. Once a month or every thousand miles or so, you should inspect the battery terminals for corrosion or debris that may inhibit proper vehicle starting or charging. Ensure that your battery posts are clean and protected with an anti-corrosive battery pad and a sealer. And by keeping your starting and charging system well maintained, you can always be confident that your car will start on even the coldest of Colorado mornings. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no-surprises insurance agent. 
Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. For those select few who still care about how the animals were raised and cared for, BarbersFoods.com is perhaps the last place in Colorado you can go to buy air-chilled chicken, locally raised beef and bison, premium Duroc pork, and wild-caught salmon that are all sourced from families that they know personally. Let's face it, some things in life are gone and never likely to ever come back, like houses in Denver that cost less than $100,000 or knowing your neighbor well enough to borrow a cup of sugar. But thanks to Barber's Foods, you can still know where your food comes from. Go to barbersfoods.com and click on April Specials at the top of the page to find ground beef and air-chilled chicken breast on sale. And for Mother's Day on May 9th, they have Mom's Favorite Beef Filet Tenderloins on sale. Some things are long gone, but you can still buy your meats from a local Colorado-owned family business. Barber'sFoods.com, connecting you to your food since 1949. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio, KLZ 560. we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. And we can answer any of your car questions. Uh, we got Josh here from Legacy Automotive. And um, we were looking at this. So, Dave, if you were listening still on your 2017 Forester, I pulled up the door panel. And right under, right above the door handle itself, in that little pocket, as the door handle... There's a lock button right there, and they have to have that allowed. You have to be able to get out of your vehicle if the battery's dead. Right. That you can't be locked in your vehicle. That's it would be unlawful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a problem. Yeah. Put it this way. Big problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I know that you know, like in fire situations, you got to be able to get out. So, um, yeah. So we, I looked at it. And I know that my Subaru, my wife's Subaru, has the same thing. And it's just hard to see. So, all right. So we were talking about tires, and, and a gentleman called in about his tire being three thirty seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't feel comfortable with that myself because those differentials will get warm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not – I don't think that's going to – I don't know if it's going to do it or not, but I wouldn't trust it myself. I don't know. If anybody else has something else they want to say about it, they can give us a call in. And especially if it's an all-wheel drive car, it's, yeah. it's got to go. Yeah, it's got to go. You have to have all the same circumference of all four tires. Otherwise, your differentials will get warm and hot, mm-hmm. and it can blow out stuff. It will. It, it will. will. <laughs> it will cause problems. Many so. transfer case with a viscous coupling we've replaced for because of that right. over all the years. Yeah, that's not good. All right, we got a phone caller coming in, Tom um, from Black Forest. How you doing, Tom? Hey, pretty good, Dennis. How are you today? Good. Hey, I got a. I know you were a Nissan guy. Yeah. An old Datsun guy. So right. I got a 1975 uh, Datsun 280Z, and the harmonic balancer is spun. Uh huh. And uh, you can't buy them anymore. Uh oh. Do you know of a place where they rebuild them or anything like that? Boy, not really. Um. Hmm. Boy, that's a tough one. I'd have to look that up. All righty. Um, well, I just thought maybe you might know. 
Um, no, I don't. Um, and you tried some junkyards and stuff, but then you got to worry about what you get. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, these these things don't exist anymore in the junk, junkyard. No. <laughs> and Napa can't get you one? Uh, no, sir. No. And Dang of course, it. eBay. Have you, have you tried eBay? Well, you know, they got used ones, not new ones. And so my yeah. concern was, you know, it drives the alternator and the fan, puts right. quite a load on them. And uh, I've had one in the past that's fun, too. And... Uh, you know, I just, I, I just thought maybe you guys might know. I saw a couple rebuild places online, but uh, where they repour the rubber in. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you called them or not really? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a try, but I thought maybe you just might know. I appreciate you having that kind of faith <laughs> in me, but, and I feel like I'm letting you down. Oh no, no, that's all right. That's um, all right. Yeah. Shoot. Um, I can look around. Um, oh, well, I, you know, okay. I, I might call some people. Um, can you do me a favor? Sure. Um, we'll put you on hold, and I'll have Larry get your phone number, and I'll try to give you a call this next I, week. I'll look around. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah, that goes back memories, Dotson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what those were? I do. <laughs> do you? Barely. Barely, yeah. <laughs> I started out on working on Dotsons and doing the 240Zs and carburation and I love those, balancing them out, getting them to run right. And they can run really good when you do them right. I miss the carburation side. I loved working on carburetors. I don't know why. but See, I came along in the 90s when all we had was computer-controlled carburetors. Right, so yeah. I got the, the bad end of it, Yeah, you did, because <laughs> when they tried to control them, that was not good. No. No. We had the little Nissan Sentra that we called the hopeless chokeless. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it had nothing but problems, but unless you knew how to do them, and then. You know, you started learning your own tricks after you worked on them for a little bit. And then, okay, now I can make this thing run. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were fun. They were a pain, but they were fun. And then it was funny to watch a new guy come along and try to work on them. And you're like, you know, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember being that new guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We all, I apologize for all the guys that give you a hard time with those. Yeah. So we still have carburetors on, you know, mowers and things. Well, even some mowers are getting away from that. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's going to fuel injection, which is better, you know. It, but it's just harder to work on when something goes wrong. Trying to figure it out. The home guys, you know, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you got to learn a whole new world. But um, or you know, even outboard motors now, you know. Yeah. Starting to fuel injected. It's yeah, like they're going there. Yeah. Yep, and and so if you have any questions, um, we could talk about carburation, fuel injection, anything on a motor. We can do uh, boats, cars, trucks, lawnmowers, tractors. We were talking about a tractor earlier. Um, we got our phone number is three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. You know, I I just like I was telling them after or during the break that I have a nineteen forty nine nine in tractor Ford tractor that I changed from a six volt positive ground to a 12 volt negative ground and then i got rid of the points and man does that thing run better (laughs) so there was something to do about it you know i love doing the points at one point because you pull the distributor out the front and then you set the gauge you know you just set them in and i do it by eye you know and put them all back in it'd run really great until you're in the middle of mowing and then it would start (laughs) messing up again (laughs) yeah so but um 
Now's a good time, by the way. We were talking in the uh, Fix It radio before we came into Drive Radio about getting your um, snowblower. Now's a good time. You know, I know you might need it. I don't know if you're going to need it Monday and Tuesday. I don't know if it's going to be that bad. Not that bad now. Yeah. But you can, now's a good time to get your mower, your snowblower, change the filter on it, change the oil on it, and then when you put it away, it's all ready for next year. Mm-hmm. Get you it know, prepped. Yeah, get it prepped. And then in the meantime, if it's going to be cool and cold and nasty outside, pull your lawnmowers and all your stuff into the garage and work on them while you can and sharpen the blades, replace the filters, you know, change the oils on them, you know, lube pieces that you need to lube, like all the wheels. I like to lube the wheels clean them off get them all cleaned down underneath you know all the grasses and stuff so now's a good time to do all that in the meantime if you have a vehicle you might want to start you know getting it ready that you don't drive during the winter that you can pull out and do the oil change on it get it all ready check your tire pressures check your age of your tires because we Mm -hmm. always seem to forget that especially on our trailers we seem (laughs) to forget that we have uh you know tires that have been on there for eight years and oh they look good but you just don't put that many miles on a trailer. Right. Yeah. You, you never know. And if you don't check it. Right. About the time you hit highway speed with full load, you find out about it. <laughs> yeah. Which is the worst time. All right. Let's go to Bob from Lakewood. How you doing, Bob? Hey, uh, a quick question on a uh, an older uh, 454 Chevy engine that was a two-bolt main bearing setup. How tough is it to change it to four-bolt? Four bolt main? Yeah. Well, different block. Yeah, it's a different block. You'd have to put a whole new block in it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the bolts are when they say four bolt main, it's the main bearing. It's the Cap. what holds the crank into the into the you know holds the crank in, and it's two bolts or they're four bolts. So this engine, uh, the the bearings of you know failed more or less Uh and someone was telling me that they can improve that i don't know if it's a four bolt or a better two bolt is that such a thing as that well there's such a thing as a two bolt and a four bolt i don't know if anyone's better than the other to be honest with you other than the four bolts hold it on stronger you know i mean yeah you know everybody always wanted a four bolt main and i don't i didn't see the i can take a two bolt main and make it do everything that four bolt main's doing so yeah, huh. you know, and you could take okay. that block, and it, I think there's still people out around that build them, uh, and have it machined to where you can put, you know, if you crank spun a bearing or anything, you can have that fixed. Yeah, you know, and and you can get a new crank put in, a new cam bearings put in, and that block will be good for you, and you know, okay. put new pistons in and new rod bearings, and away you go. So. Like in Denver, there's probably a couple of these shops that are capable of that. Yeah, I don't know who's still around, but I know there's some around because, John, we had a caller not too long ago, and John was giving some people out. And if you can't find anybody, just um, you can email John. Um, okay. You can go to our website, drive-radio.com, and you can just email John a question about that, and he'll find a shop for you if you Super. can't find one. But I think if you look it up, you'll find one. All right. I appreciate the information. You bet. All right. With that, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Dave from Lakewood, how you doing, Dave? Real well. Thank you for taking the call. You bet. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. 
you guys were talking earlier with a fellow about, uh, and you mentioned cleaning the the butterfly in a throttle body, and Mm -hmm. it really got me to remembering I was troubleshooting an idle problem with my 4-liter 98 Ford Ranger. Turned out I needed to replace the idle air control. Uh But while doing that, I, I... was in there looking at the throttle body and and um, it really has a lot of goop uh, on it but Ford has a sticker on there that says do not clean yeah that they do what's, <laughs> yeah. what's up with that I don't know because I've cleaned know. many of Ford throttle bodies without an issue so. yeah uh, maybe they like, want you to buy a part I don't know but we cleaned them all the time and okay when you say you cleaned it what did you do to clean it is, is there some some special finish i shouldn't be scratching or something i i just take a toothbrush and carb cleaner or we now have you know throttle plate cleaner yeah and i you know just go in there with a you know a soft toothbrush i don't take you know don't take a metal wire brush or anything like that yeah. and just take your toothbrush and throttle body cleaner and start spraying it out and wipe i always wipe it out with a rag first and then when i can't get to move I take that toothbrush at it. And you know how they get dirty, too, a lot of times is um, because we change the air filter. When we do it, we got to be careful how we move the air filter out of the box. Oh, if yeah. we don't do it right, we leave crud, mm-hmm. and then that stuff will go through the throttle body. Yeah. So you got to yeah. be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but it's not maybe not going to be the end of the world if I carefully clean it. No. no. Yeah, just don't use anything really harsh on it. You know, the, the, no. when you get that throttle cleaner, that really does a great job. Yeah, it, it well, usually melt that carbon pretty yeah. quick. That's, that's what I'll get. I didn't know that existed, but I'll yeah. look for it. Yeah, you can get it at Napa, and you just spray it in there for a little bit. <clears throat> and it just I spray it in there first, then you get your brush in there. Let it soak it for a second or something. I think that's what Josh was saying, too, and then we get in there and clean it. Okay. Thanks so much. And clean that idle air control passages out, too, because they yeah. get real gummy on those things, too. Yeah. Yes, good thought. Yeah. All right. Okay, thanks again. All right. With that, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. 
Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, we're back. We're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560, and we got Bob from Conifer. How you doing, Bob? I'm good. How are you guys this morning? Doing good. really good. Great. Um, I got a 2006 Corvette uh, LS2, and they had some problems back then with harmonic balancers, kind of like the Datsun guy. Uh huh. And and um, it's starting to get a wobble in it. And I figured, well, all I got to do is pull out the rack and pinion, and I can get to it. Well, I have since found out that you got to drop the front undercarriage. Okay. So probably, so question, yeah. So my question is, uh, Legacy, have you ever done anything like that? I have not done that on a, on that year of Corvette. Yeah, I know my shop did in in Parker because I had a Danny over there is just and and. Well, all the guys over there know GM really well. So if you okay. go to Extreme, they'll, they'll be able to do that for you. All right, because I'm up in, well, actually, I'm sitting in Conifer now, but I'm from, from up in Pine, so. Yeah, now, if you uh, call in there and talk to Mike, they have free loaner cars, so you might want to ask him if he has a loaner car they can give you when you drop it off. Okay, do you know, have they been replacing them with GM, or have they been going on aftermarket? Probably with GM. I, you can okay. ask Mike, and he'd, he'd be able to tell you. Okay, so Mike from Extreme. Yeah, you want their and, phone number? And, uh, uh, or is that? Uh, or you can go to Drive Dash Radio or Drive. Yeah, Drive Dash Radio dot com, and you can just okay. look up the, our sponsors, and you'll see Extreme in there. Yeah, and they'll take you right to the website when you click on that. Okay, um, the guy looking for the motor rebuild. Yeah, I I, infor- I unfortunately am not at home, but there's a guy up here in Conifer. His name is Chris. It's not a guy that does it on the side. He does this as a profession. He's got the, the machine shop. He's got the whole works. I, but if, if he just Googles conifer engine rebuilding, he's on Mount Pleasant Road. And, I know where that's at, yeah. All right. And his name is Chris, and I have dealt with him previously. And he's really a decent guy, and he really kind of knows what he's doing. So the guy with the 454, if he can, you know, maybe I can, if I get home in time, maybe I can call in soon enough to give you his number. But um, Is it Conifer uh, Machine Shop? Might be Conifer Yeah, Pla- Pleasant Road, Park Road? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it, okay. And his, name, his name is Chris, and I know he has, he's done motor work for a buddy of mine, and he's really done a nice job. Yeah, if you could just Google Conifer Machine Shop, it pulls it up. Yep, okay. So, anyways. Well, um, thanks for that information. Auto, yep. Extreme, yeah. extreme Auto, talk to Mike. Yeah, and tell him Dennis said on the radio so he knows. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Very, okay, thank you. You bet. All right, with that, let's go to Lisa. 
from Lakewood. How are you doing, Lisa? Oh, fine. How are you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm calling. Um, I have a 2005 Malibu, and it's only got like 600,000 miles on it. And uh, the brakes are going out on it. And I'm trying to find out. My husband passed away in December. And I'm trying to find somebody, you know, that can do it reasonably. And it squeaks when you go for the brake. It squeaks. So I'm getting kind of scared of driving it anymore, you know. Right. And if I could find a shop that, you know, could put me some brake shoes, I'd appreciate that. Like Geno's? I don't have a computer, so... Okay. Um, trying to think Lakewood, where the closest place would be. Yeah, you probably, you can go to Geno's or, it depends on where in Lakewood are you. Uh, by the Belmar Shopping Center. Um, yeah, let's, let's try Geno's. I'll give you their phone number. Okay, I appreciate that. It's 303-794. Wait, uh, seven nine four six seven zero zero. Okay, uh, I sure appreciate that so much. Thank you. Bet. you. Thank you. Uh huh. You have a nice weekend. You too. All right. With that, we had a caller call in, and he mentioned that if you're driving around with your daytime running lights on, remember to switch to your headlights when it gets a little darker out because they can't see your brake lights. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a good pointer. Um, I also want to give a shout out to um, uh, Novus window glass or Novus glass in in Parker. I took my windshield. I took my windshield. I took my truck over there because I had a chip in the windshield. They got me in right away. And Zach over there, they did a great job. I mean, just fantastic. So um, if you ever need a chip replacement, I mean, it was very inexpensive. Um, you know, it's sixty five dollars to do the chip, and then. Ten dollars for each chip after, which I always get a lot of chips. I live on a off a dirt road, so um, although I caught that one on the highway when I was doing about eighty in <laughs> in Utah, and a chip hit and it hit in the dark area and I couldn't see it, you know. So it took me a while to find that chip. I knew I had a chip. I knew I had that rock hit somewhere, but you know, sometimes when you stop, you forget to look. And then I was washing my truck. I saw it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get that fixed. By the time I was ready to get that one fixed, I got another chip. So next thing another fixing them all and i can't even see them i mean they did a great nice. job um and then they cleaned my windshield and everything so if you need windshield repairs done anywhere just look up go to drive-radio.com and you can look up novus glass and they're all over the metro area and i gotta tell you it's great to use them they down in the colorado springs we've done a remote down there and stuff and i think they're up in fort collins they're all over they're in sterling we were up at sterling did a remote so that's what we need to do is do a remote for you, get yeah. over there and see you in Boulder, and that'd be great. I did remotes a lot, uh, did one every year, and always had a lot of people come in. It's nice to see the people come in and say hi and everything, and and stuff. So, yeah, as soon as the weather gets nice, and yeah, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun too and stuff. So I hope. Uh, let me see who that was. The uh, Bob was listening to to us a little bit ago about the um, conifer rebuilding engines there so conifer machine shop so um, if you have that you can give me a call back bob if you like let's go ahead and go to jeff from uh, he has an 06 f-150 how you doing jeff i'm well how are you guys doing good, good. what you got yeah. you have an 06 f-150 yeah with the five point four in it and 
it's got a lot of miles on it and but it, uh, just started doing this where it, I can be driving along and it, it just starts kind of chugging and like it's uh, either slipping in the transmission or missing in the engine. But if I let up on the gas and then put it in again, it smooths right out. And I have no problems climbing uh, mountains or anything. And I don't know if it's a transmission or the engine. Do you have a check engine light on? Yeah, but that's been on for a long time, and that's as a random misfire when they look it up. And they um, haven't found out. I saw, of course, the number eight plug, but um, I've had tune-ups with all the right stuff and uh, all Ford parts, and uh, it still comes out. So I don't think it's anything with that. I, that's been on for a couple hundred, hundred thousand miles. So. And the other thing with those, those sometimes those coil packs get weak, or actually the yeah. boots off the coil packs right. will actually go and you won't be able to get sparked through that cylinder, especially under heavy loads. That's usually when you notice it the most on those. I see. So if you're getting a random misfire, there's a way if somebody really knows Fords, we can go in and actually tell which one is misfiring and, you know, pull that coil up and take a look at that boot or take a look at that yeah, plug. Yeah, that's what I need. I've had, yeah, I've had other places, you know, and they, and they read it and they say, oh, it's a random misfire. You know, I said, well, can't we narrow it down any? You can, yeah, especially if they know Fords, they know how to get into there's some other data in there and we can actually find, kind of see it, the Fords record every misfire they ever have yeah. for forever. It seems yes. like, and, and it'll, it'll tattle on it if they know how to get in there and read yeah. it correctly. Yeah. Okay. Where are you located, Jeff? Uh, Yampa. We'll be by I'm you 131 then. south of Steamboat. Oh, oh wow. You're ways <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. I get down to the front range sometimes, um, and uh, so I was wondering what's the best Ford shop down there. Then, if if you're coming through Boulder, we can fix that. Okay. Yeah, Do, Legacy Automotive. Can, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, three zero three three nine six zero five five five. Okay, hang on. Let me write that down. You can also go um, to drive radio dot com, and you can pull right. up all the sponsors there, and you can find one. Okay. Um, but I yeah I get to I could do a Boulder run once. Yeah, go ahead and so give me your number again. Precision. What's the name? So it's Legacy Automotive. Oh, Legacy. And the phone number is 303-396-0555. Great. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. You bet. Well, that was a lot of calls. That was good. <clears throat> a lot of Ford situations. That's good. And I appreciate that you're here to help me with these, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And uh, if you're listening and it's on Sunday, you can't call in, but we love the fact that you're listening again to us. It airs again from 12 to 3 on Sundays. Um, but, you know, rather have you call in today on Saturday and, and give us your call, give, give us your question. Do want to ask you, do you have any special plans for Mother's Day? And we want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Or tomorrow and and i just pray that they all have a good day um got a lot of special things planned i bet you everybody does i know that's when they do a lot of planting of flowers and stuff everybody <laughs> they do. yeah and uh it'll be a good thing so with that we're going to take a quick break or not a quick break we're going to take a little bit longer break you're listening to drive radio on klz 560 still haven't had enough go to drive-radio.com email your questions and comments Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. 
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.